We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And these are the trending topics right now on my Twitter, aka the Who Weekly Twitter. What's happening? The first trending topic, news. Steve Bannon agrees to testify for the January 6th committee. Number two, entertainment, Leah Michelle, trending with funny girl and Leah Michelle. We're getting the announcement as to why Beanie decided to leave Funny Girl two months early. She said she was going to leave on September 25th. Now she says she's going to leave on July 31st. And they are announcing her replacement at 1 p.m. Eastern, a.k.a. in, you know, like three hours from right now. So we're going to record again our, I mean, presumably live response to what this is. This is actually starting to depress me. It's starting to go from like no, funny and so, absurdist to it's deeply so dark. sad. It's deeply dark. And like... It's deeply dark, and it's also just, like, so fucked up to think about Beanie Feldstein having to continue to perform this role every night. Like, For as all of this swirls around her, right? Like, it's just, whoever leaked any of this stuff, it's just so obnoxious to her. Because mm -hmm. she has to, like, soldier on, you know? Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, the, the, the money is on Leah Michelle, but it could be anyone. It could be Lindsay. <laughs> it, could it could be, be Lindsay. Me. It literally could be me. We won't know for another three hours. You don't even know. It could be me. I don't know. It could be me. I like this tweet from Chris Murphy at Vanity Fair. They they announce it's Amber Riley. That would be that would be something. We heard a nasty rumor. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep it out. But we heard a nats a nasty rumor. <laughs> nasty. It's none other than uh... bleep this out. Bleep it out. <laughs> bleep it out. I mean, who even cares at this point? Like, that's not, there's no way. I know. The, the thing is, this is starting to, 
become this like burdensome burdensome thing in my life and i literally don't even know what funny girl is about <laughs> i have not seen this musical i, I don't know. know what it is I and know. i'm so desperately like like clinging to the news about this musical and it means pretty much nothing to me you have a connection to it though you Why? actually like are fond of this show of the music of this no i'm not i've just seen the movie what are you talking about i thought you liked it i thought you were a fan of it because of barbara it's a great movie i've never seen the musical do not put that on me uh, anyway we are going to come back to this mic uh at 1 p.m eastern on monday july 11th to figure out who is replacing beanie feldstein it has nothing to do with the musical anymore. It has everything to do with like the logistics of this, <laughs> of this honestly debacle. You know, honestly, it's a mess. It's a debacle. You're right. People should be pretty embarrassed by how this is all t- panning out. All right, we'll be back at one p.m. to hopefully announce that you know the the <laughs> I don't know funny what I girl hope role is going to Charlie XCX. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> She'd kill it, by the way. Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Okay, we're reporting live at 12.58 p.m. It hasn't leaked yet, which is surprising to me. We're on the Funny Girl Broadway Instagram page because that's where the announcement's going to be. Stay tuned for exciting casting announcements coming tomorrow at 1 p.m. EST. That's what we're doing. We're reloading the Broadway. Well, I'm not sure if they're going to go live or if they're going to post a grid, but we definitely have to keep refreshing. This is so cruel to Beanie Feldstein. I feel so... I know. I I mean, we're we're sort of participating in it, but this is our job, unfortunately. Yeah, we are adding to this, like, the kind of, you know... Uh, craziness of it all oh my god i mean this is a this is a day late so Every i guess it's talking not... about it why is this even like a thing it's a thing because of leah michelle that's it that's i it. know that girl everyone really hates leah michelle everyone hates leah michelle so much that we're dealing with a funny girl broadway instagram account with thirty-two thousand followers that everyone is refreshing like mad right now because it's twelve fifty-nine. <laughs> Timmy texted us a minute ago and was like, it's going to be Addison Ray." And for a second, I gasped because I thought he got some sort of leaked news. <laughs> refresh, refresh. Oh, my God. This is It's definitely horrifying. Leah. Like, it's definitely Leah. Or like, if it's I don't not understand. Leah, it's, we gotta, we're going to have a problem here. It's, it's going to be a problem if it's not Leah. We're going to have a problem here. But if it, <gasps> it's Leah Michelle. Refreshed <laughs> it. It's Leah Michelle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. I didn't know it would hit me like this, but it hit me like this. Emmy Award nominee Leah Michelle and Tony Award nominee Tova Feldsha join Funny Girl beginning September 6th. Don't miss at Beanie Feldstein until July 31st. Followed oh by Jujubilee. Oh, Tova Feldsha's playing the part of what's her face? Oh, Sue. Mrs. Bryce. Oh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Yeah, Jane Lynch. Thank you. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. So it's going to be, so Leah Michelle gets, what, three months to prepare, I guess? Three her full whole months life, to prepare? Babe, her whole life. Oh my God. I can't believe She's this is. preparing her whole life. It's really happening. This is it. Beanie Feldstein was replaced by Leah Michelle. Uh, you heard it here. I mean, probably. You definitely already knew it. 47 seconds ago, Pop Crave posted with a pic of her from Glee dressed as Fanny Bryson, funny girl. I'm impressed, not impressed by, that's the wrong word entirely. I'm confused by the headshot that she chose. It's like quite, 
because it's quite severe and isn't the whole thing that funny girls like a sweetie pie you know like a sweetie pie darling wow yeah she looks um she looks mature fashion week it's like fashion week it's like her eyebrows are really done she's got a lot of uh contouring i can't believe leah michelle she clawed her way back this is the long game she well she stayed quiet i mean she kind of like did the thing you know helped mm-hmm. by pandemic she just kind of like stayed quiet had a baby and then was like waiting in the wings yeah people people confronted her for her terrible racist behavior years ago and then she was like mm, bye bye and then right. came back with this announcement i mean that's i don't want to i don't want to do this too often but this sounds like an ex- like leah michelle's agent is very good leah michelle's Leah Michelle's publicist is very good. This seems like external forces who have really, really done the work to get her where she wants to be, you know? Right. The I mean, Leah it's Michelle also, machine is powerful. That's true, but also it just shows kind of the turnover of everything, you know, like the kind of the waiting game of it all. And also just kind of like, remember how I said that if Leah Michelle comes back she's gonna do theater first because that's mm-hmm. like her bread and butter like i uh-huh. think i did she's say that it. it just feels like that's where you go to kind of redeem yourself because it's hard work and she's good at it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's sort of underground it's pay gated hey mr onstein here she is congratulations to the one and only leah michelle i just i hope beanie's okay and i never really cared about beanie until now but i feel like this role that has been just like unnecessarily cruel towards her and I do think that she will be fine and I'm not sure. just saying that cuz yeah. I think she the the people do like her still her leaving her like burgeoning movie theater movie tv career for this theater thing is great and all but she already has like that going on she can go right yes. back to it I think everyone's allowed to flop on broadway once just look at you know <laughs> Julia Roberts Ooh. famously flopped on Broadway once. She you did? Know? Yeah. In the 90s oh, or the early oh. 2000s. People are allowed to flop on Broadway once. It's I didn't okay. know Julia Roberts flopped on Broadway. Yeah. Julia Roberts Broadway flop. It was called, uh, <laughs> it was a play. Oh. It was called, this story on Digital Spy doesn't even say the name of the show. Critics rain insults on Julia Roberts' Broadway debut. Three Days of Rain. That's what it was. Why couldn't I remember that? Three Days of Rain. Beanie's had her Three Days of Rain. It's fine. You know, it's, we've all, we all have our three days of rain. It's just one flop, not a flop era. And sometimes after the hardest flop comes the biggest sleigh. Yes, Beanie, you're about to have your biggest sleigh. And who Sometimes knows? after the hardest flop comes the biggest sleigh. Thank you to t- TikTok user Super Kiara. Leah Michelle could flop. Let's move on to the main show. You might laugh because every time I sign my name, I put a gold star after it, but it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. My gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. Now that that's done, keep in mind we're recording this part of the show as people who don't know who's replacing Beanie Feldstein in Funny Girl, so pardon the vibe. The vibe is different than it was, you know, in the last segment, but whatever. What? (laughs) First story, (laughs) Noah Schnapp of Stranger Things fame is feuding with Doja Cat? A who versus a them? Doja Cat, like, picked a fight with a (laughs) 17-year-old from Stranger Things, which is honestly as chaotic as the funny girl debacle. It's in the same family. It's pretty funny. Doja Cat said, I'm choosing violence, and that violence is, like, sliding into the DMs of a (laughs) 17-year-old. I... Well, sliding into the DMs of a 17-year-old 
in order to slide into into the DMs of someone who is more age appropriate for her. I agree, but I just think that no matter your intentions, don't slide into a 17-year-old's DMs. You know what I mean? That's a very good tip. That's a very good tip. Unless you're like... um, Unless you are a 17-year-old, don't slide into the DMs of a 17-year-old. I was going to say, do you need ride home from school? But like, that's even worse. (laughs) That came out even creepier. Why are you making that... That offer on Instagram DMs. So I know, I know. I'm just like, what are things that 17-year-olds could like even... No, you don't need anything from a 17-year-old, you right? You need like, nothing from a 17-year-old. Doja, however, needed Instagram contact information. So she DM'd Noah Schnapp, who plays Winona Ryder's son on Stranger Things, and said, Noah, can you tell... It's important to note, they had had past conversations because you can see that they've conversed on Instagram before. So this isn't the first time she's... Yes, there's there's a a heart heart that's hiding up there. Who knows what they even talked about, but, you Uh, know... Hopefully Stranger Things. So Doja Cat DMs Noah. Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no. Does he have a girlfriend? Joseph is an actor named Joseph Quinn, who is Doja Cat's age. I think he's like a few years older than her. He's 28. 28 or something. She's 26. Noah Schnapp is, as we have established, 17. He just want to put out there, his Instagram name is Joseph Quinn, by the way. And she couldn't find it, but that's the name. She goes, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no, does he have a girlfriend? Noah says, LMAO, slide into his DMs. Doja says, I don't know his Instagram or Twitter. He doesn't have a DM to slide in. And Noah sends Joseph right Quinn's here, ma'am. public Instagram, right here, ma'am, ma'am, that has many, many followers, right? But it also says on his Instagram, I have an Instagram account managed by a friend. Joseph Quinn has said this in an interview with Vulture before. Despite the fact that it has 6 million followers, it's managed by a friend. So maybe you can't even DM this account. Maybe that's what Doja is saying. She's saying, does he have a Finsta? Does she have a private something? Sure. You know? And if he does, Noah is not aware. And the reason Noah doesn't know is because Noah's 15. And if Joseph Quinn does have a private Instagram, he's probably not going to give it to Noah. Well, Ugh. anyway, I mean, come on. I mean, maybe he would like, I don't know. Maybe he probably would. Yeah. Well, Noah posts this Instagram exchange with Doja on his TikTok and it seems very funny. So to me, this whole thing was very funny. And to me, it seemed like a the sort of exchange that you would expect would go public. I don't know. I I didn't even really raise eyebrows at the fact that she was DMing a 17-year-old. It feel like anything. I didn't really care how old anyone was. It just felt like LMAO, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Doja's nuts. And <laughs> then she made it a problem. She made it a fight. Like, it could have just remained nothing, which is what's kind of crazy about this. She said, she commented... Wow, that's low key whack of you, but go off, I guess. Okay, she commented that. Then she did an entire Instagram live and was <laughs> like, I will play the some of the audio here was like, I don't know how old he is, but that was like, you know, kind of whack of him, et cetera, et cetera. To be fair, first let's be let's be try to be chill about it. To be fair, this is like a, a kid. Like Noah is like, I don't know how old he is, but there, he's not even over like there's no way he's over like 21 and he might be like, I could be wrong. Um, but like when you're that young, you make mistakes. You do dumb shit. I'm like trying to be super fair. You do dumb shit. You say dumb shit. You fucking fuck up relationships with people. You 
you make mistakes like you're supposed to so that you know you're supposed to do stuff like that so that you know not to do it in the future like i i did my share of fuck ups so that i don't fuck up again um but the fact that this person that noah did that like went and posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably like socially unaware and whack and like you know what I mean like that's like borderline snake shit like that's like that's like weasel shit and like I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality like Noah is not like the definition like I I wouldn't imagine he is maybe he is as many people have pointed out among other things, Doja Cat shouldn't have picked a fight with a 17-year-old. But as people have pointed out on Twitter, she has publicly thirsted for Joseph Quinn in the past. So if Noah is familiar with her, it stands to reason that he is, he probably knows that this is sort of a bit for Doja, being thirsty for Joseph Quinn. So he probably thought it would be fine, you know? Right. Right. Right? I don't even know anything. I don't watch Stranger Things. Are these? Is this guy hot? Um, like, I don't... Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's the he's the cool. Uh, he's playing the like long haired D and D master who like likes Metallica. You know, like I get the appeal. Okay. I, I guess I'll She's... say that I get the All appeal. Right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. He's the he's the breakout hunk of the season. Ever the past couple seasons have had breakout hunks. He is the breakout hunk of the season. The other breakout person of the season is this guy, Jamie Campbell Bauer, who plays the villain Vecna. Yeah, no, I have a headline I want to read about him that okay. cracked me up. Wait, where is it? Please oh read my it. God, where is it? I'll put it at the bottom here. I hope you left it. Wait, let's see. Vecna's a softie at heart. Stranger Things villain Jamie Campbell Bauer enjoys sweet kisses with girlfriend on beach date in Malibu. Vecna's a sweetie at heart is really funny when you don't watch Stranger Things. <laughs> Wait, where was this published? Is this Us Weekly? Daily Mail. Daily Mail. And then Mail. they're just like all okay. these really zoomed in photos of this random British kid like smooching his girlfriend. And it's like, okay, Vecna. <laughs> I mean, he plays a pretty disgusting villain. Right, but everyone's obsessed with the idea that under the makeup, he's a cutie. He's a cutie, right. but also he has the exact same bone structure as the villain. So when the villain is revealed to be this human character who we've met earlier in the season, it's like, ah, they do sort of have the same, like, cheekbones. Oh, wait, Vecna is, like, a person in the show also? Like, he, he's just a guy with who's become he, a dream monster? He plays, mm, how can I put this in a way you will understand? Because I know you don't I give one don't shit about Stranger care. Things. There <laughs> is a person though. who works basically as an orderly in... Uh, the hospital where Eleven sort of grew up. And he he forges a relationship with Eleven. Turns out, spoiler for everyone, although we all know monster. everyone's already watched it. He, he eventually turns into the scary looking monster that we have already seen earlier in the season. And it's sort of like, it's, it's sort of obvious if you've been watching it because they look the same. Anyway. Well, that's what you're saying. And that's why we, the audience, mm -hmm. love Jamie Campbell Bauer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's but, a breakout star. But Doja loves Joseph Quinn more. And Joseph Quinn has been in Game of Thrones. Joseph okay. Quinn has been in some BBC stuff because he is English. He went to the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art before graduating in 2015. Okay. And that's who he is. This is his breakout It's role. interesting because it is one of those funny things where usually the 
fans like are the ones making this just pure nonsense but in this one they're actually just trying to talk sense into doja and like mm-hmm. it's somehow <laughs> like every fan who's like weighing in is like doja like this wasn't a thing you made it a thing like why did you you reacted like this you're the one who made it a thing it wasn't a thing yes like girl I, this is uh, this is great <laughs> israel whose twitter handle is like israel g three two three 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 four five you know it says girl i love you but calling noah a snake and dumb is way too far like you said you didn't know him and he doesn't know you so calling him a snake is and dumb makes you lesser person when you could have easily messaged him privately saying you didn't like what he posted and she wrote that's dope i get that <laughs> like she's like she's re like she's listening and she's like yes. yeah no i definitely like regret like how i that that comment how i behave comment is what made the headlines we probably wouldn't even be talking about this uh-huh. if she didn't comment like you're a snake or whatever like you're a weasel you're a, snake. <laughs> you're a weasel Meanwhile, Noah Schnapp, he's 17, he works as a lifeguard. I mean, it's just not somebody you want to go after. Yeah, it really does. As Timmy pointed out, Noah does appear to have a summer lifeguard job, which I think is very funny and endearing. Yes, so do I, or whatever. You will notice in this um, Us Weekly story with the headline, Doja Cat calls out, quote, Weasel Noah Schnapp for sharing DMs about her crush on Stranger Things co-star Joseph Quinn. Incredible headline. It uh, In the middle, it, it says, Neither Netflix star has publicly responded to Doja's comments. Of course not. You know that Netflix's PR machine, which Netflix is in its flop era, but Stranger Things is the exception to that rule. They're putting all of their efforts behind this. They're like, don't say shit. This will go away in 48 hours. And they're right. It will. Doja's kind of turned the tide on it. Everyone else is shutting up. This it's is It's also over. like they're busy. They're literally promoting the like second half of the show. I mean, this promotion cycle will never, ever end. Like they're in Brazil, both like doing interviews <laughs> till their brains leak out of their ears for Stranger Things season four. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just not, no one is paying attention to this at oh, this point. Also, except for us. <laughs> what's the deal with Netflix being like, this show has... This show has 1 billion hours viewed. I can't do anything with that information. I have to do so much math for that to make any amount of sense to me. It's not like a public facing, like, it's not helpful information. It's just, it's not. (laughs) You literally have to do math because you have to find out how many hours are in the season to, like, figure out what that means. And even trying to figure out what that means is only an estimation of what that means because not There's everyone watches the entire thing. a reason thing. why no one's ever was like, ER has 4 billion hours viewed. <laughs> it's like, what, how does that help me? Like, that's that a lot of episodes, you know? Do I have to yeah. divide that by the amount of episodes, you know? You have to divide to it by so much. <laughs> and then you get numbers that may not even make sense. Me as a teacher in math class. Okay, so Netflix says Stranger Things has 14 billion hours viewed. <laughs> How many people watch How many people Stranger are Things? Watching you it. can't even answer that question. Well, in uh. my math class, you better figure it out or you're getting an F. <laughs> okay, moving on. Emma Corrin was on the cover of Vogue. How do you feel about that? How I feel about that is, cool, Emma Corrin's on the cover of Vogue. I still think they're a who. Yeah, interesting. Me too. Right? I understand why they're on the cover of Vogue because you see the photos and you're like, totally makes sense. Like, they are like... They fit within that bullseye of yes. kind of culture that Anna Winter would know about, and also like something that feels new and cool and young. They're they played, chic. They're queer. It's great. they're they them. They played Diana. It like it all kind of comes together. They're fucking Harry Styles in a new movie. You know, like right okay, in a new I movie. In a new movie. It. In a new movie. I get it, but also has similar uh, a similar style uh, vibe as Harry Styles, and sort of like I'll wear whatever the fuck. Sure. Like I don't. I don't. You know commit myself to gender norms, etc. 
I'm very bored by them. I I would like to well, be more profile, intrigued by them, but I am not. The profile like doesn't. You might as well not even be there. There's kind of this. There's kind of <laughs> right. a like. It's so kind of boring, you know. Like mm-hmm. even though they, as a person, I think are interesting, the profile like is not telling me that, you know. No, not at Maybe. all. Maybe. Maybe they're not interesting at all. I think that that might be the case. You know. I was laughing. The only thing in the profile that I know you're gonna, made yeah. me giggle was. On the guilty pleasure front, Corn and I share a mutual fascination with the budding relationship between selling Sunset star Grishel Staus and non-binary Australian rapper G Flip. Quote, did you see their music video together? I feel like they're both having a teenage sexual awakening, Corin says. I feel like so, that's like, true. There's a hint of this person being like, oh, like I'm tapped into funny gay culture, mm-hmm. but this is like the only only glimpse into that window that we kind of get in the profile. Otherwise, it's like kind of boring. Mm-hmm. It's really boring. and But the photos are good. You're right. The photos are good. Okay. Yeah. And it's like fashion. Woo. And they're mm-hmm. the first non-binary person ever to be on the cover of Vogue, which obviously is really Oh, I didn't cool. realize that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Right. Are you going to see My Policeman? I mean, it's going to be streaming on Prime, so it'll be quite easy. Yes, I will. I have I'm heard. I'm saying, like, in this time, releasing a movie called My Policeman? No, thanks. I don't want anything to do with those policemen. <laughs> I heard second or third hand that there is explicit sex in it. So, uh, uh, because, you know, it's between about. Between who and who? It's about Harry Styles is in the center of a love triangle. Right, with Emma Corn and, like, Jack O'Connell, and right? Jack, Yeah, I think it's Jack O'Connell. It's one of those interchangeable white British men, you know? Yeah, right. It's and... essentially Phoebe Bridger's fiancé. You know what I mean? It's essentially, <laughs> essentially Paul Mescal. It's... it's essentially any boy who was in um, that movie about war is now, like, in all of culture. What's that mo- The one that Harry Styles was in also. The war movie. Dunkirk. Any actor from Dunkirk is, like, now just in our culture. They're everywhere. Well, one of them is really trying hard to be in. He's not. Who's the one in Dunkirk who, like, like, is not going to happen? No offense. This is not going to happen for him. What's his name? I want to know who you think is not going to happen. Fionn Fionn Whitehead? Fionn? Finn? Who is Is that? Finn? Who is that? Kind of an instant fame thing, which you know a little bit about. Do you have any advice for Finn? (laughs) Um, I need need some advice. Finn's amazing. He's amazing in film and a wonderful man. I don't Stop. think that'll change. I think he's, he's, he's great. That's actually the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Though. That is not that really true. got to me. That's... You know who is happening, though? Barry Keegan. Him. He's happening. Barry Keegan is happening? Yeah, he's happening. Oh, he's the one who's, the, who's like the freak. Yeah, <laughs> no he's offense. happening. It's the, it's, he's, the, he's the meme about when this guy shows up, you know something weird's about to happen. He's, he's that guy. Literally yeah, okay, he's literally happening. Uh, we've got a scene from that film. I want to show people at home this, this scene because largely because it Is shows... Is it the one where Nicole Kidman kisses me feet? <laughs> Hang on a second. Can we get the scene you where... Kisses, that. That. No, I mean, it, whoever it, taught you to say Nicole Kidman kissed me feet? You know what I mean? How did that feel? That was... <laughs> I mean, I was like, ah, do what you want. Like, I was tied up. Also, I was using this as kind of a metaphor. Jack O'Connell is not in <laughs> Dunkirk, <laughs> but I do feel like we are getting a rush of actors who feel like they were in Dunkirk. Yes. I'm looking at the poster for Dunkirk because I was like, the main guy in Dunkirk, the guy on the Dunkirk poster is the one who's not going to happen. And I don't know which one he is. <laughs> so I'm looking Aww. at this face on the Dunkirk poster and I'm clicking on each of the stars of Dunkirk. And I don't know which one. Is it Fionn Whitehead? Finn? Or I is it know. Tom also, Glenn really Carney? 
Jack O'Connell is not in My Policeman. My Policeman. He's in Lady Shatterley's Lover with Emma Corrin. Okay. My Policeman stars Harry Styles, Emma Corrin, and a guy Dawson. named Linus Roche. Oh, no, it's not him. No, it's David, David Dawson. Dawson. Was he in Dunkirk? Was David Dawson in Dunkirk? Let's no, see. He was in he uh, was Peaky not. Blinders. <laughs> That's the same thing. It's the same I idea. Know, I know. We're all... The only one I like is... I actually I actually don't even remember what his name is, so I have to look him up. The only one of them that I really like... Oh, Jack Loudon. Okay, so he is the one I like. No, he's the exception to the rule. I didn't know. Well, you know how I'm a, I'm a, a slow horse like stan. I'm a slow okay. horse. All right. I'm a jockey is what I call wait, myself. Wait, I'm sorry. The Wait, wait, wait. The fandom is called... The, sl- the slow horse fandom is called slow... You're a slow horse? I'm a jockey. No. I'm a tall jockey is what I am. You're a tall jockey. That's what we, we call ourselves, the slow horse. The horses. slow horse fans call themselves jockeys? Jockeys, yeah. I'm a jockey. Your horse... Well, you're not going to get very far if your horses are slow. Bad, you're terrible jockeys. Also, oh, you're t- too I'll tall. Tell you one thing. I'm not going to get very far because I keep telling people to watch slow horses and they're like, eh... Maybe. Well, it, I mean, <laughs> it's, honestly, Irma, it's, it's the Irma Vep disease. It's really a hard sell telling me to watch a show called Slow Horse. I know, and Gary Oldman's in it. But you don't have to pay attention to Gary Oldman. I get that Gary Oldman sucks. This reminds me of that movie that you told me to watch, and I was like, I cannot watch this. Um, <laughs> That's a lo- There's a lot of those, Lindsay. <laughs> no, but it's that one where they're like in the 40s, and it's like, it's like old people, and it's called like In Something, and it's like stars what? like British people. And like it looks like every other movie. I don't know. You were obsessed with it for so long. Their finest. Yes. <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that movie. Which I... has one of those random British guys in it, but it's actually the good one. It's Sam Claflin. That's another movie I'm not watching. Yeah. You know. But Bill Nighy's in it. That counts. Okay. Okay. I just just trust me. Their finest is one of the great movies. Capital G, capital M. I'll watch it after I watch Slow Horses. The point is, is you're never, never going to do it. The point is, yeah. Emma Corrin is still yeah. a who, despite being on the cover of Vogue. Vogue. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Totally. And coming up, we have Lady Chatterley's Lover and Retreat. I don't know what either of those things... I mean, I know what Lady Chatterley's Lover is, but these are two things in 2022 that, to me, uh, there's no urgency for any of those things. My Policeman, however, I'm hyped for. There's no urgency. Even though Harry Styles is bleep this. <laughs> oh my God. I don't need them coming for me. Are you calling Harry Style a bleep this? <laughs> yes. What could that possibly have meant? Are okay. you saying he's not good at <laughs> Bleep this. He's very bad at <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Moving on. Yeah, when I started posting about it, posting about it, obviously it felt very sort of scary and revealing and I wasn't sure whether it was a right thing to do, but the feedback I got from other people in the queer community has been wonderful. So no, it's like great and it's something to be celebrated. I'm still figuring it all out. And like, I think everyone is, and that's kind of the point is that there shouldn't, there's no fixed identity, especially for like people in the queer community. So it's going to be an ongoing journey, but yeah. Um, I hope that sharing it helps, helps people. Ray J got a tattoo. Oh my a God. True. This is so funny to me. This is so <laughs> funny. And what makes it so funny is that Brandy is like, Seems to be okay. gagged, gagged by it. Brandy's like, this is I great. think she's kind of like, cool. Reggie got a tattoo of his sister's face. Um, not like a beautiful portrait. Not like, oh, <laughs> tribute. Like, not like, not like, you know, the beautiful 
picture of um, Einstein on Lucas Lucas Bish's arm from mm-hmm. Love Island, you know, which I would argue, not sure why it's there, but it is There's a, a nice great tattoo. There's a great Winston Churchill there, a great Frank Sinatra there. That's yeah, beautiful I mean, stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's got a whole wax museum full of tattoos on that weird body of his. Mm-hmm. A very strange selection. But it is nicer than this tattoo, which is a drawing of Brandy's face with, like, Covered tattoos tags. on her face. But they're, like, graffiti tags. Yeah. And one says best friends on her forehead forever, forever on her cheeks. Why are her eyes like bloodshot? From Ray with love. Right. So the tattoo is almost entirely black ink. But then some of the tags have color like mash is in green forever is in blue. The only other color is her eyes. Like the white parts of her eyes are fully red. Wait, it's, I love this it's because it's being positioned as... Remember when Jack Harlow didn't know that Ray J and Brandy were related? Yes. Tell me another thing. Her, her, her brother oh. is the reason why a lot of people are famous, you could argue. <laughs> her brother had an amazing sex tape. Who's Ray J's sister? Oh, my God. Who's Ray J's sister? <laughs> Yo, it's fat. He's serious. I didn't know they were siblings. Who is it? You didn't know Brandy and Brandy Ray J, and Ray J are siblings? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So <laughs> this write-up is saying Ray J is sick to his stomach over the fact that some people, namely Jack Harlow, don't know that he and Brandy are siblings. So to clear up any confusion, he got his older sister's face tattooed on his leg. Is that really what? why he did this? I don't. I saw that explanation. I don't really get how that could be the reason. Like, this isn't going know. to educate anyone in being like, if anything, it just says, if, if we're trying to educate, it would say, this is my sister, Brandy Norwood. This just says best friends. Jack Harlow, if he didn't know, he would see this and say, oh, Ray J, that's Brandy's best friend. I saw it on a tattoo. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. it's part of a, like, whole, his whole leg is going to be tatted with music, love, scriptures, and the vocal Bible, which is uh, Brandy's honorific musical title. I'm sorry, since when do we call Brandy the vocal Bible? I mean, that's I don't. That's what I've always called her. I'm not trying. <laughs> that's what I've always called her. I'm not trying to, like, say that she doesn't deserve that title. I'm just like, I didn't know that's, like, what we were supposed to be doing. She also got Brandy's, he also got Brandy's name, like, the logo version of Brandy's name that's on all of her albums. From her album. Font. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's Brandy's name on his arm, and that looks beautiful. Like, that's a Brandy's very Brandy's got an tribute. iconic font. Yes. Brandy's name font is, like, kind of iconic. No one else has that font. No one else. Oh, he's gonna, he wants to make his leg the holy leg. Mm-hmm. Gonna take a minute, but I gotta... Do the best doing it. Full leg tat. I got to start with my best friend. And then she wrote, bro, heart, heart, heart. I do think that this is ultimately very sweet because I think that I mean, siblings Ray who J's get along like are sweet. Not, yeah. Ray J is like kind of an annoying figure, but I will say the cutest thing about him is how much he loves Brandy because I can relate, you know, like I get that. Everything else he does, I don't get because he's kind of like not very nice to his girlfriends. Call me a gullible moron but uh, okay i was weirdly uh, i i gained a lot of empathy for him in his recent fight with the kardashians that came and went because the kardashians can bury any story they want to because i really felt for him i thought that he was so mistreated on the new hulu version of the kardashian show it's when i stopped watching that show i was like this is sucks this is you this did? is all lies i wow. thought that i thought that his explanation was quite believable and kim's response to him in her dms was legal speak and crazy. right like robot vibes yes. and he's coming out and trying to be like hey like i'm not sure why this is coming back up like here's my side of the yes. story and then she responded with like hope you're well yeah and i'm not saying that 
I'm not saying that Ray J is perfect and his relationship with Kim was perfect by any means. I'm just saying right. that she really mistreated him in a way that made me feel for him, you know? Well, so it is weird that, like, it, whether I feel for him or not, which I, I guess I really don't, but, like, it's weird to see somebody be actually real on that show or, yes. like, try and actually do something authentic on that show and then be responded to with, like, the machine, kind of, mm-hmm. or actually re-edited to be yeah. kind of... Uh, well, that was his know. accusation. He was like, I was trying to do something kind to you and you yeah, still painted me as a monster. Like, yeah. please stop doing this. This isn't a little Demi. This is mostly Huey. Adina Menzel did a 25 Things You Don't Know About Me. Maybe you'll cut this, Lindsay, but I was just like, shut the fuck up! I never really cared about Adina Menzel. Like... <laughs> I you, think she's fine. This is like no, you, uh, you. I feel like you have some real anger with Adina Menzel. Suddenly, through it. Suddenly, did you? I, you. Since when do you care? I never this cared. Much to, but you're like you're about to like shut her down. You are going for her. I'm go, I'm going for her because this twenty five. I'm calling her and warning her about you. Insufferable. <laughs> oh my god. Is insufferable. Number one, I'm actually Dr. Adina Menzel. I have an honorary doctorate of fine arts. That's not how that works. Like you don't get to call her doctor. No. And then number three, I lied what about set my you age. Down a, this path, like well, I was okay. just reading it. I was just reading it, and I my blood pressure was spiking. On uh, number three, I lied about my age as a teenager so I could perform. Perform what and where? You have to give us more details. You know that doesn't help me. At all. Then you have my favorite song to sing in the shower is I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston, sung in the same key. That is such a ridiculous brag. We know you can sing. We don't have to know that you sing a hard song, I Have Nothing, in the shower casually in the same key as Whitney Houston. It's just like, you sound insufferable. Oh my right? God, I can't. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah, I make a mean pancake. Off. Pancakes are quite easy to make. My favorite movie is The Black Stallion, You're an Adult. These are your, all your responses. Ugh. You're an adult. Okay. Timmy threw this one in. I didn't even paste this in. Timmy added 11. I've got to have a Diet Coke if I'm eating popcorn. Timmy wrote, so Lindsay of her. What? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> okay, she loves Diet Coke. Number 19, I'm very competitive, which is clear because you're a theater star. And then number 22, I like to dip my buttered bagel in my coffee. This so this affected me so profoundly that last night I dreamed that I I just remembered this part of my dream was I dipped a bagel in coffee and I know it must have been because of this it must have been wait I wait you just remind me I had the wildest dream last night does any we've never done this we, on the show but this, I feel like my dream me. is good what is this I dreamed what is this <laughs> oh no dreams I dreamed that I was on Friends the TV show and we were having <laughs> listen. And I was, but I was not Phoebe. like it's now or it's nineties. No, like I had appeared on the Friends TV show, like in the past. No, like no. I was an actor who'd appeared on the Friends TV show, and I was Phoebe, but I wasn't Phoebe. I was me, but I was Phoebe. Yeah, like I yeah, was the yeah, blonde yeah. character or whatever. Uh huh. And they were yeah. having a reunion, and it was like we were all getting together for the reunion, and I was so excited. And then I like had to go to the bathroom, so I left like right before <laughs> the reunion started, and I somehow oh, the bathroom out. was so hard to get to that I missed like the reunion, and my whole dream was me trying to get back to the Friends reunion, so I didn't miss anything. But I like could not find the bathroom. <laughs> so there's like an empty chair on the Friends reunion stage the entire they time. They wouldn't wait for me to start, and I like couldn't find the bathroom or something. And then like the whole dream was me thinking about like, well, I really wanted to be on this Friends reunion. And I understand why they won't wait for me, and I like I really have to go to the bathroom. Marta Kaufman is like, we're going, <laughs> we're going. But also, why was I on the Friends reunion? Okay, anyways, I was in Friends apparently. Okay, wait, what was your? No, I had what a dream. I don't dream? remember the other details of my dream, but I know that in part of my dream, I dipped a buttered bagel in coffee. 
And it was like Wait, it was so nothing. So you're saying it, 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 Idina it Menzel like my, haunts your dreams? Me. Yes. There's something. There is there is a tone of this 25 things that I'm actually first of all I'm refreshed by because some of these are phoned in oh. as we know. Some of them are boring. Some of them are really interesting. Some of them are hysterical. This is simply angering because I think that it's actually revealing because it makes me think that she sucks <laughs> on an interpersonal level. Which is meaner than, again, I'm, we're, I'm, I'm approaching Demi Lovato levels here. I don't mean to be mean to Adina Menzel, but uh, this 25 things just really infuriated me. I just, this got you somewhere that I just, it's like rare Isn't that, it you weird? know. It's not even that harmful, but uh, it's, I I uh, value your your anger. I don't even know what I'm saying. Don't I value my anger. It's your, irrational. I respect your mindset here. It hit a chord and I don't know why. The chord was horrendous, too. The chord was like, you know, not a good one. I'm very competitive. I think the the main one is my favorite song to sing in the shower is I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston, sung in the same key. That is yeah. so obnoxious. I cannot believe it. Cause we are living in a material world And I am a material girl You love that we are living in a material world And I am a material Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports, and in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me, they're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. 
Before we hit relationships, can we move on? Are you done? Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh take a God, deep I'm breath. Sorry. I'm really we... sorry. Let me just. <sighs> what if What if Funny Girl is Adina Menzel? Will you like? Will you just... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's not gonna be. But what if it was? It's not gonna be. But what if it was? Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Chris Rock and Lake Bell are dating, and it's a people exclusive. Fi- finally, this has been rumored for like what a week and a half, two weeks. Well, what's crazy about this relationship is that it's already being like the sourcing on this are, is crazy. Meaning like sources are literally jumping over each other, falling over <laughs> each other to say what a great pair they are. And it's and how weird much because, they laugh. <laughs> like it's not even confirmed. And it also feels like at first I thought, oh, maybe they're just like working on something together. It didn't feel uh-huh. like that you could automatically say like, oh, these two are definitely dating. It wasn't like, oh, they're hooking up in public, da, da, da. It was just like, oh, they they went to lunch together or something. Yeah. And now it's almost basically confirmed because sources are saying like, they're a good pair. They laugh they, so they, much. They laugh She's so much. She's such a good mom, <laughs> you know? You know, he's been in a really good mood, you know, like that type of stuff. Yeah, The we finally got people confirmation. People's, people has given many, many exclusives over the past week, which is interesting. It's notable i think i think people is just people seems to be doing well lately they're getting a lot of scoops uh well, i think had... it's because they've taken out the competition aka yeah. <laughs> no one else like exists you know yeah you're right um so we have this chris rock lake bell have been dating quote a few weeks are quote getting to know each other source they are getting to know each other and seem to have fun a source tells people of lake bell and chris rock who are quote in a pretty new relationship it's a few weeks old I mean, it's not the worst uh, pairing. It is weird. Like, Lake I like Bell the pairing. had a, got a divorce, like, what, last year or something? A couple from years her ago. Tattoo artist boyfriend. Scott Campbell. Yeah. Was dating some comedian, I think, is kind, is kind of a who, I think. It's weird because oh, when you try and be who. like, well, it's like when someone's like, Lake Bell, what's she done? You're kind of like, well, because she is good in a thing, but like, it's hard to really even pinpoint. She's good in a thing? Well, like she's, you know, to me, she's iconically uh, Agnes Adler and it's complicated. Okay. She's the writer, director, star of In a World. Yeah. Which was like her big moment because she wrote and directed it. It's about, you know, the the problems women have being creative forces in Hollywood. And then she was in this movie that like she wrote and directed and starred in. It's so cute. Totally a cute movie. And I think that that movie seemed, that's almost 10 years old at this point. I know. That movie I think was meant to sort of springboard her into a grander career. And that doesn't seem to have happened. And we can all guess as to why. We've seen the movie in a world. We know why. Um, Oh, I liked it. No, what I'm saying is, it's just harder for women to do this. I think the reason oh. I'm saying that the only reason that she's not more successful sure. as a creator than she is is because Hollywood sucks. <laughs> sure. Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. Because I that's mean, a good I think, movie. And I think she could be playing like the best friend in a movie forever, like Judy Greer vibes. And like, I think she maybe doesn't want to do that. So maybe yeah. there's kind of less of a she's giving um, Busy Phillips. She's giving, you know, she like those types of actresses, I feel like is what she's kind of fallen into yeah she's a little dark well she's she's brunette but there's a little there's like an edge to her that maybe a busy phillips and a Catherine hahn don't have um mm. which is good it sets her apart but i'm looking through her imdb and it's but like it's interesting mm. chris rock i mean they both yeah i don't know it's uh, also chris rock post slap i'm like what's the mindset what's the deal with him now 
What's so funny is that as long as we've been talking, I haven't thought about the slap once. Hmm. Wow, really? I thought of it immediately. I didn't think about it. Chris Rock, also <laughs> I'll bleep it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Chris Rock, not very good at Well, Chris Rock and Harry Styles have something in common. I like this exclusive from Us Weekly. Chris, Cro- Chris Rock is, quote, in a really good mood amid new romance with Lake Bell. They, quote, laugh a lot together. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. They're a, they are it's a, a cute pretty new couple. relationship, adds the insider ads of Bell 43 and Rock 57. They are getting to know each other and seem to have fun. Lake is a great mom. Okay, and blah, blah, blah. They're her first priority. She's having fun dating, though. Chris is currently touring and is very busy. They see each yeah. other when they have time. This is crazy. Is, the amount of, like, talking is crazy, right? I mean, There's talking, and I'm sort of trying to think, like, is this meant to be damage control for the slap but does he really even need damage control for the slap no. i don't think so no i think it might just really be i need to have a good time i'm chris he rock doesn't. i've been stressed out for a few months lake bell seems cool <laughs> you know like that might all be all this is i don't think any of this is like pr it's like kind of too random to be yeah. pr <laughs> because she is a who and he is a them but they're both i don't know like it's not it's not weird to me, despite the fact that one is a who and one is a them. Hi, I'm Lake Bell. This is 60 Seconds with Coveter. In a world where one woman awakes, she looks around and realizes she'd like to go back to bed because she has 8,000 children. Then her children make her go downstairs in order to make food and nourishment. She feels fulfilled. Okay, let's move on from like a mature uh, who-them relationship to a immature who-who relationship, a.k.a. Charlie D'Amelio and Landon um, Barker. And Landon Barker, yeah. A.k.a. Duncan's finest Charlie D'Amelio TikTok star. She had the Duncan drink. Hey, guys, it's Charlie. You did not know that Charlie is still on the Duncan menu, so make sure you go and get it, or go and try it if you haven't yet, and go and get it if you want to try it, because it's pretty good. It's my everyday drink. I love it. It's a cold brew with caramel swirl and whole milk, and it's pretty good. I drink it every morning, and I love it. So. And Landon Barker, a.k.a. Travis Barker's son. Son, yeah. Uh, Kourtney Kardashian's stepson. God, they're married. Oh. I forgot they were actually They're married. Dating. These two are are dating. No, I mean, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are actually married. No, I know. I know. This I is Courtney Kardashian's stepson. That is so weird to think about. Anyway, go on. They're seeing each other. I love um, <laughs> people call her the TikTok star and entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the D'Amelios and like Addison Ray are like the only TikTok names like I can personally hold in my heart. Not in my heart, in my brain. Like, remember, I can only like. They're the it's there's not much recall, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The FYP FYP makes it kind of impossible for there to be much recall. It's totally random. Why TikTok rules? It's like there isn't stars of TikTok for me because I'm just seeing every random shit that comes through the thing. Like it's not there's no breakouts. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, there are sometimes breakouts, but they don't matter, you know? And also the Charlie was a great drink. That's what I'm saying to you. Did did the Charlie introduce the cold foam? Was it the first drink with cold foam? I don't think so, no. It wasn't? No. I don't think so. Uh I don't think so. But the Charlie was great. You know, she has good good taste. It was very good. Yeah. And uh, so they're dating. Who cares? You got to read the source. Charlie D'Amelio and this is a people exclusive again. Charlie D'Amelio and Landon Barker are dating. Quote, it's early stages, says source. (laughs) (laughs) 
in I more mean, ways than one. They're literally in the early stages of their lives. Exactly. They're 18 years old. It's early stages. It's early. <laughs> it sounds very um, butterfly into caterpillars thing. It's like <laughs> the early stages of the pupa or whatever. <laughs> and they're still in their cocoon. So <laughs> this is this is funny Great. to me though, just because it. it's because cool. your audience is older, so it is funny that they are treating these kids as like. <laughs> Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited, mom and dad, because it's early stages. <laughs> right. I mean, don't rush to, you know, yeah. don't uh, these two. Who yeah. knows, right? Yeah. And they got matching tattoos, right? Or tattoos from the same place. They got tattoos from the same place. Mm. And that's when people said, oh, are they together getting tattoos at the same place? Must mean they're dating. Well, representatives for Charlie and Landon have not commented on the relationship. Well, this was actually from a few a while ago. So who knows that they have since. Fans are convinced with the upcoming season of the D'Amelios <laughs> on Hulu, we might see Landon follow in his father's footsteps and venture into the world of reality TV. They both are part of families that have Hulu shows. <laughs> I hate that. I really Think about hate that. that. Think about that. Think I about really hate that. that. That's disgusting. Think about it. This is a funny, this is from Variety, right? That's what this font is. Dixie D'Amelio won't use, this is her sister, won't use TikTok to market her debut album. Quote, I want to be respected. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she does. I'm sure, and I'm sure that is a, a complicated place to be in, where it's like, I. she does seem to genuinely like, music and want that to be her thing but it's like fuck what? i'm stuck in this family and i'm stuck in this where like TikTok is the space. addison ray album i don't we don't know Dixie i want the addison ray album we don't know where, where is it is it? we don't know where it is where is the addison ray album <laughs> addison ray don't let yourself get like you know normanied release the album where is the normani album Stop, stop. Isn't that stop. I didn't like think stop. about it for two seconds? Like, take a moment of silence and think about it. Where is it? <laughs> That's fucked up. I was thinking about it and I thought, Aren't you like, where thought, is it? I thought Fist Harmony broke up so long ago and then Camila Cabello, she's already had so much time. She's become kind of a superstar. And every, every other girl had more promise than her, including Normani. She had one iconic single right before the pandemic. It like <laughs> blew up the world. And then, where is it? She's where is like, it? Camilla Cabello has already released like a second album that yeah. is like quote unquote Camille more Cabello, personal Cabello. than ever. That was actually well received by critics, even though it may Camille not Cabello have done super like, well commercially. Uh, it has enough music to do a whole Vegas residency. Yeah, Normani can't even you know do a commercial break. I do believe that Normani could get a lot of people to come to a concert, yes. but she wouldn't have enough songs to fill the time. She's got a Lana Del Rey hard drive filled with songs. I just know it. Where are they? I hope that she misplaces it like Lana Del Rey does with every single hard drive. The more you think about Lana Del Rey misplacing hard drives and having a hard drive stolen, the more like, the more like disgusting you realize that Lana Del Rey's like personal life is. Like you just see her being like a total slob, like leaving hard drives around, yeah, like who cords leaves, everywhere, who gets hard computer drive in the back seat. <laughs> like it's crazy. Oh, my music, it's gone. Ugh, I left my hard drive in that guy's car. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, whatever. LMI. Is oh. rumored to be dating Jason Tatum. Okay. So that's a singer. Yeah. Boot up. Boot up. Yeah, I like her. What, I like a couple her. years like ago, a few years her. ago. Yeah. Is and dating guy, Jason Tatum. He's in the NBA. Who's in the NBA, yeah. Oh man, I saw a great movie about basketball this weekend. Listen, he's one of your cousins. listen. Oh god, you watched Don't the you watched there. the Adam Sandler, right? Listen, it's so good. You gotta watch this movie. It's called Hustler. Hustler? Huh. Hustler. Hustle. It's okay. called Hustle, is what it is. <laughs> It's called Hustle. Yeah, it's called Hustle. Oh, not like... It stars Adam Sandler as a baseball scout. 
it's really good. I don't know how to like tell you it's good, but I'm telling you it's good. It stars real baseball players, mm. which doesn't mean anything to you, but is really cool mm-hmm. for somebody who's like recognizing all of these like real base baseball. Did I say baseball? It's basketball. It's basketball players. Okay. <laughs> the main basketball guy is so hot, and Adam Sandler is so good in it. And it's one of those movies that's like. I don't know how to explain this. It's not expensive and it's not cheap. It's a rare mid movie. It's very Gloria Bell. It's like the movies like this are so rarely made. And you can tell that Adam Sandler like really wanted to make this one. And it's good. It's very sweet. His wife is Queen Latifah. I don't know how well that works. It doesn't work as well. But it is a good movie. His wife is Queen Latifah. I don't know how well that works. That was the one part we all were like, okay, well... (laughs) No, you would love it. You would love it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I do, uh, you know, I like Adam Sandler and I like Queen Latifah. I don't love basketball, but I'm, I've am i liked basketball ma- movies it, it in the past. It kind of makes you love basketball. You know who else is in it? Um, Jaleel White. <laughs> He's and, in it. Um, who is, who is he in it? I know He's who Jaleel like White on is. the team. And then what's oh. his face is so good and he plays like kind of the villain. Um, what's her face is uh, trapped you're, in a basement. You're going to have to help me out. You're going to have to help trapped me out. Trapped in a basement. She's trapped in the basement. Scientologist girlie's husband, our fave. She's making her prepped meals. What's Laura Prepon's husband? Laura Prepon, Ben Foster. Ben Foster's in it, playing a villain. He's good. Oh, I thought you were literally when you were saying trapped in the basement. Scientologist. I thought you were literally referencing Shelley Miscavige, and I was like, Lindsay, that's fucked up. <laughs> well, we don't know where she is. <laughs> God. If I thought she was trapped in a basement, that would really help, like the oh case. My God. <sighs> Okay, okay, so I thought of this because Jason Tatum's on the Celtics and the guy who plays, the guy who stars as the main basketball player is also a basketball player who was on the Celtics. Oh, okay. At one point. So Jason Tatum is on the Celtics. He's from St. Louis, Missouri. He went to Duke. He's quite no young. Team. He's 24. Celtics, Boston. Do you have anything to say about the Boston Celtics, Lindsay? Anything? No. No, you Go don't? team or whatever? Okay, I'm just wondering. Um, and then i was on his personal life section just wondering if you have any comments about the uh about the boston celtics i was reading about his um personal life to see if there was anything interesting but the only line that i thought was sort of notable is tatum is a christian crediting jesus for his success and career so it's there's no nepotism there it's just simply jesus and then he is a spokesperson for the brand emo's pizza which is a st louis pizza chain because he's from st louis and lmi i really don't know more about her beyond boot up yeah no she's she's boot up but i haven't i'm not sure she had uh anything after that really pop off i think she's not that i knew i think she's technically one hit wonder vibes one hit wonder vibes sort of i mean she had one single after that but i and i guess that counts i don't know that she's technically one hit wonder but she had one big smash and it was boot up it's hard to remember like 2018 2019 those are lost years those me. are lost you know years. they're those kind of lost, lost years. years right and yeah. her 100%. big song came out during the lost era What's next? This is a long relationship section. I'm kind of like, this is going to drag unless we kind of keep it moving. Okay, let's keep this going quickly. Zawi Ashen, who we talk about a lot lately because Pregnant. she's kind of up and coming girly, engaged to Tom Hiddleston in Lindsay's favorite movie, Mr. Malcolm's List. How was I that, I haven't seen it yet, Bobby. I haven't seen it yet. You said you were going to see it at 10 p.m. a couple nights ago. We didn't go. It was so late. <laughs> I could have told you that. Well, I'm just saying. 10 p.m. Mr. Malcolm's List. It's definitely like out of theaters now too. Like I had my oh, short it's still window. In theaters. Really? Yeah. 
Who's seeing Mr. Malcolm's? I want to see it. Okay, so let's see it this week. Okay, so Zoe Ashton <laughs> was profiled in the New York Times. It wasn't really a profile; it was a Q and A. But it had one of those um, iconically vague. Uh, it's like profile headlines. Ashton isn't here for this or like isn't here to be a victim of your projections wait really what it is. Oh, Zowie no. Ashton isn't here to be a victim of your projections what am I projecting on her I'm not meaning to well you don't she doesn't want anyone to make assumptions about what types of roles she can and can't play I don't barely know her I'm not doing that <laughs> I know we're not doing that but okay, I think people I who if she's saying that about us like me gatekeepers and just... in Hollywood are doing that you uh... know Okay. okay, fine. Well, I think she can do whatever she wants. She seems really talented. My, she's very, she's quite talented. She's great. Um, so yeah. the thing about this profile that's very funny is because it does. God, I wanna, I wanna credit the writer. Um, but there is a NY Times Zoe Ashton. Um, there, the themiest thing about her, and she is a who. She's English. So is Tom Hiddleston, her husband, her fiance. The themiest thing about her is that she's dating Tom Hiddleston. That's annoying, but it's the truth, right? She's dating a, a very, very famous, like, Marvel That's star. Annoying, okay, but it's the truth. So this story, it's a lot of, it's like, here's your, you know, you've never done a period film before. Like, you know, what is it like to be given the opportunity to do a period film? Mr. Malcolm's List, isn't this exciting? And it's also this, like, very diverse cast. Like, as a black woman, how does that feel about, like, being offered these roles that are almost always offered to white people? And so, like, there's, like, actual meat in this interview, right? But you know that the writer, who is Alexis Soloski, is like, I gotta ask about Tom Hiddleston, and I gotta ask about a pregnancy, but that's really weird. So she saves it for the end and has to frame it as though, like, tiptoeing around, like, I know this is annoying, but I have a job to do. What's the deal with Tom Hiddleston? And so it's like, I read about your engagement to Tom Hiddleston. They love to is say it's annoying. Is it true you met doing Betrayal, which is a play? Because the marriage in that play is not a good marriage. So it's like, how do I find a way to ask about this person's personal life in a way that also reflects their art? You know, like the uh -huh. the struggle there is so obvious. And Zawi says, oftentimes the most depressing deep work has the happiest companies. The play was called Betrayal. But the play behind the scenes was absolute trust. And it's like, oh, my God, you nailed she it. Got her. You nailed she got it. Her. Okay. She got her. And then she, she goes, well, I'm still hoping that your marriage works out better. It's funny. You've been in this business for nearly 30 years. But when I Googled you, the top results all had to do with your personal life. What's it like to experience this kind of scrutiny? It's like, do you mind if I, like, continue this? <laughs> How do you feel about this? I, I, don't, I don't begrudge like, this person at all. I understand that you have to do this. Doing the work, just laying in. I know. I mean, you got to right. do it what do you you know i just think that's like it's like understanding that like zowie knows that the writer knows and the writer knows that zowie knows that like we have to cover this at some point and i know that it's annoying but can we do it last for two questions like you get two questions is that fine i mean unfortunately tom hiddleston could have just remained like a normal random british guy but he dated taylor swift so like yes. i'm i like exactly. don't know what to tell you but exactly. after he changed the after he changed the trajectory of his life in such a severe way by wearing a tank top that says I heart, I heart Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift in yeah. the ocean, like I'm sorry, you will never be this you will never be seen the same way by me. Like yes. we, we are we we are changed. It's our true. Relationship. It's true. You could have just been one of those interchangeable white British men, but instead you chose to do that. He had this like brief like internet's boyfriend Loki thing for a mm -hmm. while and he was kind of everywhere when I was at Vulture it was like enough with this guy mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it kind of he just was like yeah I don't want to do that what was his like his his show that good. he was in that was cool where it was like the hotel that it was like a cool chic show 
Oh, the ho- the night manager. You know, like he had mm-hmm. he had chic stuff. He and did then do chic Swift. stuff. Yeah. Next relationship, we said we do this quickly. Oh, okay. Quick confirmation: Janae Aiko and Big Sean are expecting a baby together. They st- they're very on again, off again. And we were getting calls like someone even called and was like, "I saw Janae Aiko and she was very pregnant." And it's like I'm not gonna play this. And there were a lot of rumors about her being pregnant because she wasn't necessarily hiding it. But they've confirmed. Very cute couple. Uh, Tyler Cameron and Paige Lorenz. Do we care about this? This is only interesting because Paige Lorenz is this woman who, like, I'd never heard of, but dates, like, some of the most toxic people alive, a.k.a. Army Hammer and Morgan Wallen after he was canceled, you know? Right. Morgan Wallen Morgan Wallen said a slur and Paige Lorenz was like, you seem hot. After he is awful. (laughs) Right. Right. Then now she's dating Tyler Cameron, who is his own sort of gross. And I barely even know about Bachelor Nation. I'm just like, ew, I ew, know. ew. But Tyler Cameron is kind of a breakout star of Bachelor in that he continues to like do weird, funny shit. So I kind of respect like that, the hustle of his disgusting career, which is like, I'm going to be in like a promotional video with Kristen Cavallari and then I'm <laughs> going to date like Army Hammer's ex-girlfriend. You know, it's like, Ugh. go off, you know, keep keep the train running to hell, you know. <laughs> Pop quiz. What was Tyler Cameron's book's title? Oh, my God. It's literally called like How to Be a Good Boyfriend. Like it's the most <laughs> ridiculous thing ever. It's like you're it, close. It, the implication that he is good at this is so funny. What is it like? And it's you deserve better, colon. What life has taught me about love, relationships, and becoming your best self. Babe, what? <laughs> what? That's like Lana Del Rey. That's like Lana Del Rey writing a book called How to uh, Take How to Care of Your Computer. Your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Computer security for dummies. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I mean? Like, how does does it make? It... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, oh sorry. My god. All right, all right, all right. And then the final relationship news before we move on to a game that Lindsay has. Oh my god! Just when you think you've heard the last of Sandra Lee and her boyfriend, excuse me, fiance Ben Youssef, they go to Lake Como and are sexy in public for days in a row just they're just publicly sexy it's not even really no it's actually so gross it's it's like it's so funny it's like a vintage paparazzi like it's just the most like what are these photos like a like a like a car out of the talented mr ripley you know like zipping around like como she's in some mesh knit top that shows off her nipples and you know she had a double mastectomy so she's very proud of like her breasts you like know that but, like, you i think know that that's that. part of the story right like she's being very she's flaunting in a way that she's like i've been through hell and back like i had breast cancer i dated fucking andrew cuomo i deserve this and she is she's mugging it up for the camera everywhere and she's being so sexy did uh-huh. you see the part where he picked a flower off of, off someone's window and handed it to her no, I just, these two are just like, I they're absolutely sickening. It's so Kissing good. Kissing each other's necks on balconies while she's sipping from a mug. This is great. The Daily Mail called it a, uh, what did they call it? Like a breakfast drink? Oh, Lee donned a black nightgown as, and enjoyed a mug of some sort of breakfast drink during the excursion. Wait, her tits are out. Her tits are, that's what I'm saying. Her tits are out. She's proud of her tits. Who wouldn't be? I'm going to read all the headlines that have happened over the past few days. I just didn't realize how out they were. They're driving around in a little fucking little white 
convertible coupe just around like home yes. oh my god a porsche speedster it's a porsche speedster and then here he's- here are the headlines april 7th he's shirtless and he's got his abs out okay april 7th sandra lee's romance with fiance ben youssef is quote perfect a source told page six that their relationship was perfect okay july 4th sandra lee celebrates birthday with romantic sunset cruise and kiss from boyfriend ben youssef july 5th exclusive daily mail sheer lust sandra lee celebrates 56th birthday in daring see-through dress as she passionately kisses her fiance ben youssef 43 during romantic lake como break july 6th exclusive tv chef sandra lee shares a kiss with fiance ben youssef 43 while cruising around lake como in a 1956 porsche speedster to celebrate her 56th birthday oh my god it's a 56 and she turned 56 that's clever july 9th exclusive loved up sandra lee 56 and shirtless fiance ben youssef 43 pack on the pda on balcony of their lake como villa and then they're like kissing each other's necks they definitely just fucked or at least they want us to think they just fucked and it's working (laughs) these are the two sexiest people alive (laughs) i think so (laughs) you're right i think you're right Put it in a oh, Daily sorry. Mail headline. The two quote the two sexiest people alive. People are talking about the sexy the sultry romance between Sandra Lee fifty six and Ben Youssef forty three. I'm sorry, people are talking. I I don't know what to tell you, but people are talking and they're saying this is sexy. These are the two sexiest people, and they're literally romances. Romance never died. Look yeah. at them looking deep into each other's eyes. Oh, I love this. You know his ex his ex wife is so pissed off. What he about re- her ex husband? Remember? Well, who cares about him? <laughs> Remember the ex-wife was like, he sucks. Yeah. He just like abandoned me and the kids. Like, he uh, does suck, but that doesn't mean he's not sexy. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm just looking at these photos saying this Sexiest is sexy. people alive? Sexiest two I people have a in game. the world. Speaking of hmm? sex. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't speaking say speaking of sex. of sex and then follow it up with the Hanson brothers. Okay, but listen. Do you know how many kids they have? They have 15 kids between them, Okay. Think of how much sex you have to have to have 15 kids amongst the three of you. It's like literally just seems like work. So Uh, we have a people exclusive. We have Hanson is all grown up and the dads of 15 inside their awesome journey in the 25 years since Mbop, like my bones are about to like crumble into the ground. All Mm -hmm. three Hanson brothers have a significant amount of children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Together they have 15 kids. That's so many kids. And I have a game for you because we know all their names. And I wanted you to guess. I wanted you to match the kid to the dad. So oh, my God. The dad's either going to be Zach, Isaac, or Taylor. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, of course. Okay. And I'm going to give you the name of the kid. And you're going to tell me who's you're going to tell me who's the daddy. Whose kid is this? Okay. okay. Ready? Zach, Isaac, and Taylor. Yeah. Shepard. Oh, my God. Isaac. No, Zach. Fuck. Monroe. Zach. No, Isaac. Indiana. <laughs> I'm trying to match their vibes. Okay. Indiana. A- Taylor. Yes, correct. Okay. Penelope. Isaac. Wrong. Taylor. Quincy. Isaac. No, Zach. Vigo. <laughs> Isaac. No, Taylor. Ezra. <laughs> That's Isaac. No, it's Taylor. J- Junia. That's Zach. Correct. Wilhelmina. That's Isaac. Taylor. Lucille. Isaac. That's Zach. Everett. Taylor. Ev- That's Isaac. Odette. Taylor. That's Isaac. Oh, my God. River. <laughs> River. Zach. That's Taylor. Maybelline. There's not a kid named Maybelline Hanson. Maybelline. 
Maybelline was literally born with it. So it's Zach. No, it's Taylor. And the final one is Evan. Isaac. No, it's neither. That's Evan Hansen. I threw that in for you. <laughs> As in dear Evan Hansen. None of them have a kid named Evan Hansen. <laughs> oh my God. They have so many kids. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Shocking news. Timmy saw Thor Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi's Thor Love and Thunder. Rita was not in yeah. it. I'm shocked. Oh, wow. Remember we Big thought reveal. she was like a pirate. We thought she was like briefly in the trailer. Apparently that wasn't her. But she did go to the premiere and she went to a lot of screenings and she went to like every party, every Thor yeah, party. So she's putting in more work than half the actors who were in that movie is what you're <laughs> right. saying. Yes. Honestly, honestly. I've seen more from Rita Ora than I have from Natalie Portman. Okay. Honestly. I mean, because she's like literally slaying in a sheer sparkly dress. She's wearing an embellished naked dress. She's risking wardrobe malfunction as she oh wows into racy outfits for Paris Fashion Week. She's changing into comfy casuals. As she arrives on a late night Eurostar train after a hectic day at Paris Fashion Week, she's all over the place. Um, she's getting ready for her, uh, for her festivals. She's saying, "I'm ready for the festivals." Oh, it's festivals. Is she singing or is she just attending? Come on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's she's she's rehearsing for the festival. The funniest that she will thing that Rita did at. was pose in a photo with Emma Button and Robert De Niro and say, <laughs> "We formed a new band." <laughs> Emma Button as in Baby Spice and Robert De Niro as in Robert De Niro. Baby Emma Button as in Baby Spice and Robert De Niro as in Robert De Niro. Yeah, no, I love it. Rita's like Rita's loving. Rita's like this is the fabulous trio. This well, is Rita us. Ora does. I, this has been her thing for all many many years, but I think it's only increasing. She does increasingly look like she's just thrilled to be alive. Like, no one looks more thrilled to be alive than Rita Ora. Well, she's just, like, thrilled to be there is, I think, what you're trying to say. But yes. you're saying it very morbidly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't mean to say it morbidly. I think it's just, like, Happy especially this there. week, which is, like, this movie that is extremely hyped and is already extremely successful. And she is, in a sense, one of the faces of it. Do you think that Rita Ora introduced Emma Button and Robert De Niro? I think so. Because I think Rita Ora, like knows them both from like you know she's British and a singer so obviously she knows the Spice Girls she knows Emma personally and Robert De Niro she's part of like American movie stuff now so she's definitely met Robert De Niro at some party with Taika or whatever she definitely or met him at like movies a, herself. a Vanity Fair party or right. something right like she's been in movies blah 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 so I think she was like oh my god Emma meet Robert De Niro Robert De Niro meet Baby Spice Emma Button that's actually a dynamic that we if we've talked about it we haven't talked about it often that's 100% one of her vibes she is she loves to she link loves people up she connect. loves to introduce she's, introduce people she's a huge connector you she know knows everyone she knows she everyone knows everyone and she has no problem introducing she's like she's not threatened by the idea that Robert mm -hmm. uh, De Niro and Emma Button might be better friends than uh her with either of them you know she says I don't even care about that I just want to connect people who have the right vibe with each mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. what is the uh what is I sorry? I just I watched the talented Mr. Ripley for the first time in a while last night, and there's this there's the line where Gwyneth Paltrow is talking to Matt Damon about how magnetic Jude Law is, Dicky, and she goes, "Yeah, 
the thing with Dickie, it's like the sun shines on you and it's glorious. Yeah. And then he forgets you and it's very, very cold. When you have his attention, yeah. you feel like you're the only person in the world. That's why everybody loves him so much. Rita Ora vibes. Rita Ora vibes. Dickie Greenleaf, true. Rita Ora. Watch out for Tom. Watch out for Tom, the, Rita. The sun <laughs> shines on you. Uh, although I think Tom that... Who? <laughs> Ripley. Because oh, he kills, okay. <laughs> he kills Dickie on the boat. Um, okay. No, I think, no, but I, I think that, but I think the difference is that Rita, you don't get cold after Rita. You know, that's how I would imagine it. And what else is there here? Nothing else. We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our weekly call in show on Fridays. Support us on patreoncom slash Weekly for bonus episodes, um, a Discord server, occasional newsletter, and more. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Pre-order my debut novel, The Old Place, wherever you get your books, and we're done. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna know.